Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host, Melinda, and I'm joined by my husband, John Volk, of hey. course. And today, calling in, we have my brother from another mother, Mr. Drexel Hurd. He is a, a Democratic political analyst and strategist, and can I say what your title is? He's also the executive director of the LA Democratic Party. I'm so proud of him. So welcome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm glad to be here. And, and uh, I know that, uh, you know, you guys are, are, are running off of little sleep right now. But uh, we're, you're, you know. we're trying, you know, she's she's doing pretty well. I, I, I get things done when she's strapped to my chest, but I can't uh, get her used to that. Otherwise... Well, she'll always be strapped. She's going to grow chest. up yeah. and sleep in on mama's chest. <laughs> it's like, this isn't going to happen. You're five years old. Go to your bed. Um, hey, what did you call it? Is this the Quarantine Chronicles? The Quarantine Chronicles. I love it. We Need to Talk. Yes. How are you oh, holding up, Drexel? I'm pretty good. So, so far, so good. I can't complain. I know other people are having far worse. So, you know, I try to think of it as uh, a situation that... Uh, that I can't personally complain about because there's nothing really for me to complain about. The only right. thing I would be complaining about is you know, not being able to see my friends, but that's not a good enough reason uh, to say that I'm not being, that I'm not holding up well, right? So, um, you know, I get to see my friends via Zoom often. We do little happy hours and things like that. I'm working from home. I know a lot of people aren't working. And uh, so, you know, I think when people, when people complain, they better have a damn good reason uh, to complain uh, when I'm sure they have it a far less worse than other people. So, Amen to that. You better let them know. I wonder <laughs> if people are complaining more now or less now. That's a good question. I think of it more like, you know, like in school, if you have four hours to, to write a paper, or if you have 40 hours to write a paper, you, you can get it done. You, you That paper either takes you four hours or it takes you 40 hours. Mm-hmm. I think if you just give people this, I don't know. I think it's the same. I think it's similar. Probably. Well, but also it's like it's people are complaining about, about inconveniences. Right. You know, there, there's 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 the difference in the people that are complaining about inconveniences than the people that are complaining about the fact that they can't you know get through the unemployment line, uh, a hotline, or that you know rent's coming up and stuff like that. Those are things to complain about. Right. Those, are, those are things to worry about. Um, um, but complaining is a little bit different. So. And also, I think the things that people, I mean, I don't want to judge, but some of the things that they're complaining about are a little bit trivial. Right. right. Well, those are the same right. stuff you're seeing. Yeah. Like, right. the people that are protesting about wanting their haircuts, like, get a pair of scissors and figure it out. But also, let's <laughs> see what your real hair color is. Right. <laughs> That's kind of the problem. We're, we're seeing what people really look like now. Right. But I don't know that they're, like, the haircut piece for a lot of these people are is such a... I don't think they're really complaining about the haircut. They're complaining about the under the, the idea right. that the government is telling them what they can and cannot do. Which they're is so ironic. Which is so yeah. ironic. <laughs> yeah. Considering most of those and, people don't like protesters when it's something about the government and telling them what to do. Right. But also they 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 um, you know, they certainly are the same people that like to tell that like to have the government tell women what's beneath their bodies. Exactly. You know what, what, where, who people can marry. Like they don't have a problem with any of that. Well, uh, those things don't moment, affect them. But, <laughs> right. And the moment that they that that, that that they can't do something, and and uh, you know, look at the end of the day, certain ethnicities uh, are are a little bit more um, 
vocal about their inconveniences. Yes. Um, than, than I don't know others. what you're talking uh, about. That, that becomes a thing. <laughs> it's okay to say, you know, there's a certain level of privilege that is involved in this. It's okay. Yes. You're sugarcoating yes. it. You're being nice. I you're guess being like, if, if I'm playing the devil's advocate, though, like if you are used to a, a different standard of everything, then when it deviates from that standard, it's, you know what I mean? Like it's like if you wouldn't tell someone, Hey, you know, don't be sad because people are worse off than you would. That's kind of valid. But like on the flip side, you wouldn't say like, you can't be happy because people are happier than you. You know, it's all relative. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And, mm. and you know, it's not like states are, you know, every state is, is going through the same thing. And it's not exclusive to uh, Georgia or Texas or Florida or Missouri. Like the death tolls or the number of cases uh, compared uh, per capita compared to, you know, uh, population. I mean, are basically the same here in LA County. Mm-hmm. You know, our numbers our numbers look look bad. But compared to the amount of people oh, that per we capita, have just in LA County alone, yeah, right. So we're actually we're actually doing, we're doing all pretty okay. well. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Agreed. Even though this past weekend there were a lot of people at the beach in Huntington Beach because of the oh, heat really? wave. Oh, yeah. The pictures were terrible. Mm-hmm. Which then I didn't right. know what yeah. to be upset about people taking pictures of it because it's like, you're there too. <laughs> you oh, know? That's funny. Right. 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 You know, and, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that Huntington Beach, or as you said, certain areas of, of Orange uh, County, of, uh, Orange County are a little bit more um, Republican yeah. and, and their mayors are doing things a little bit differently. Yes. Uh, sure. But, 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 you know, there's two ways we can look at this one. And I know we're going to talk about, you know, politics in a, in a second, but mm-hmm. like one, either it's going to go really well for some of these governors or it's going to go really bad. It's mm-hmm. like 50, 50, mm-hmm. you know? So, so it, where California has put in very, the, probably the most stringent uh, stay at home orders in the country, you know, it works for California for our population. In certain other states, it might work out differently for them. Now, either right. all of those people who went out over the weekend are going to get sick or they're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just don't know what's going to happen. So two or three weeks from now, we're going we're gonna to know. Right. And if two or three weeks from now, we don't have this, we're still at the same level that we're at right now. Yeah, maybe that's something that governors need to take a look at mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, it didn't necessarily affect opening up, didn't really affect as bad as we thought it was going to. Um, and, and now we can start to inch things over. I think what's really going to affect, of course, is are, are those older Americans who mm-hmm. uh, are not going to feel comfortable. And, you know, I had a conversation with people the other day, as rich as, you know, even from, even from the party standpoint, where a lot of our members are older. Yeah. And I said, uh, you know, <clears throat> at the end of the day, we're just, we're, we're going to have to get to a point where we just rip the Band-Aid off. And we say either we're going to do it or we're not, right. because at the end of the day, you're, you're either going to, you're you're never nobody is ever going to feel comfortable going out unless they just go out. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. like I know people who are like, I won't even go to the grocery store. I said, How do you live? You know, and um, you know, so I think some people are just going to have to figure out their comfort level, and uh, eventually they're either going to stay inside the whole time or they're going to have to venture out. 
and they're going to have to make that decision. But it's not going to stop the rest of everybody else from going out. Right. I mean, and, and speaking on that, there's definitely a level of fear that's been kind of instilled into everybody, even when these orders are lifted and we can go out. I don't think people are going to be going out in droves. I think right. it's going right. to take a long time for people right. to feel comfortable. And, and again, right. it's fine. It's, it's different. It's going to be different for everybody, and we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but I do want to talk to you a little bit just about for example, Governor Newsom and Governor Cuomo, and they've been kind of pushed into the spotlight a little bit just with how they've been handling this pandemic. And I'm just curious your thoughts on how they've covered it in comparison to other governors in other states. Well, well, here in California, I think Governor Newsom's really done a great job of, of monitoring, coming up with a plan, and executing in a way that, uh, that makes sense. You know, just this past weekend... You know, the governor announced that he's going to be working with restaurants um, to provide meals for uh, older Californians. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and making sure, for no cost, three meals a day, no cost. <clears throat> you know, a week before, or days before that, the governor announced that he's going to be working with nonprofit organizations uh, and providing nonprofit organizations funding uh, to be able to provide uh, those undocumented immigrants who put in a lot of money into California's economy um, to provide them with uh, funds that they would not be able to get from the federal government. Uh, so, the, the, so those are the things that the governor has been working on to kind of help curb some of that piece of it. You know, as, you know, a few weeks ago we had the USS um, whatever ship that come into port, mm-hmm. um, and that you know the amount of testing that was able to be done during that time I think was really important. I think Governor Cuomo is in the same boat. Um, where he's trying to uh, balance, um, you know, a state that relies so heavily on so many different factors like the metro um, mm-hmm. and, and, and and tourism. You know, California relies heavily on tourism, but we're not bound by certain aspects like New York is. So, right. you know, I think every governor is going to be in, in a different situation, Um you know, obviously very different from Governor Kemp in Georgia and, and uh, Governor DeSantis in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, who, who, who they're not even thinking, they're thinking, and sure, it is the Republican or the more conservative or libertarian mentality that of limited government. But at the end of the day, the, the, a, a governor or a president's job is to protect the citizens in that state first, mm-hmm. and that should always be the priority. Not protecting, um, you know, their, you know, their 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 businesses, and you know, yes, we, we will eventually get to that. But you can't. You're you're not going to have a thriving economy if people are dead. Right. And uh, so I think that that's something that uh, that we're going to see. And like I said, who knows, Um, uh, you know, three weeks from now, we're going to be we're going to see the effects that uh, Governor DeSantis is lifting uh, of his stay at home orders are going to have on Florida. Um, You saw the president try to confuse Americans um, by one day telling governors they should. governors they should reopen their states but then two days later you know he has total authority the vice president the vice well the vice that said he has total authority and then three days later telling governor kemp 
that he didn't think reopening Georgia on Friday was a good idea. Yeah. So they don't know what they're doing right, right. now. And, um, and the president's message is unclear. And I think that, prob- that will have a lot to do with what, how people will react two or three months from now when, when, when they decide they're comfortable going out. You know, if you're not comfortable, if you, if you don't know who, who to believe when it's time to go out, that's a problem. Right, and I think the biggest thing that's been freshing for me, I mean, and I say this the last couple episodes, every time I turn on, you know, CNN or anything that's showing his, uh, the president's um, press conferences, is the, the inconsistencies and then the gaslighting. And I can't, for the life of me, for people that still support him, would feel comfortable and safe and reassured during this time um, just hearing the things that he says. Well, and it's not necessarily about what he says right they know he's an idiot well, they some don't, don't though <laughs> well what i mean to say is they don't like that other people are calling him an idiot mm. yeah I you know that's fair. they don't like they don't like to hear that and and they will protect him at all costs even if it is detrimental to them uh and and so you know when the president's out there talking about suggest you know you know suggesting uh, 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 bleach and a, and a disinfectant, you've got Trump supporters on Twitter and some verified being like, well, that's not what he said. What he said was bleach-like. Is there something bleach-like? I'm like, well, that's not exactly what he said. Like, you're trying to spin it into what you think he said, but I, but we but roll back the tape. Right. You know, and uh, so I think that there are some some um, some People are a little, a little bit delusional when it comes to, you know, that and the fact that they want to protect the president from what they call the lamestream media. Right. And, and even to the point where, you know, the New York Times uh, ran an article a, few, a couple of days ago or even yesterday <clears throat> saying that Republicans are taking a hit across the country because, the, because of the president's daily uh, press briefings. Uh, and they are advising him, including the advisors around him, not to do these daily press briefings. So what did the president do today? He went out there to dub Twitter and said, oh, well, you know, the media is not covering me well, so I'm not going to do daily press briefings. Mm-hmm. Well, why should, I, why should I be doing that? Well, no. We know that the reality is, is that basically at this point you've seen that you are the cause of a lot of his problems. Uh, you know, the bleach, the, even the bleach comment alone – Maryland had to send out uh, to basically alerts to citizens saying, please do not um, ingest bleach because because their poison control unit had gotten call like over 100 calls about it within the first few hours. Right. Mm. Like mm-hmm. there are effects that are happening across the country. New York had cases, uh, you know, so different 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 states are, are dealing with the president's rhetoric, the rhetoric a little bit differently. Um, and the president's out there blaming the media for covering him and, you know, for 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 giving him, you know, what, what he likes to call, uh, you know, basically bad questions or whatever he calls them. Right. Um, instead of saying, no, you're, the, the tape doesn't lie. And the tape will never lie. The Access Hollywood tape didn't lie and neither of the press briefings. So here yeah, we are. I think it's an interesting, like this particular issue of uh, a pandemic, which is not, it's not a human made thing. You know, you're not sparring with, um, you know, the, the North Korean dictator who may or may not be dead. 
Um, there, it, you're, it's not some other kind of personality where um, it, what you say doesn't really matter. And I think a lot of, of uh, some some Trump fans who who I know they they don't put much weight at all on what he actually says day to day. They just think of it as just kind of somewhat an entertainment value. Just but they know oh, but the the Trump brand is something that I'm you know. I'm behind because like it 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 represents my interest well, but like what he says, I don't you know, I don't particularly like the the daily the bluster, you know. But uh, they it, think it, their it, interests are protected. Yeah, my interests are protected. Where this with this pandemic, like you actually can't tweet your way out of it. You can't. A virus doesn't respond um, in a way that is great for ratings, and what you say actually matters. Uh, so I'm I'm actually interested to see where this where this takes his overall rating because again even if you are a super trump supporter if you know people who have come down with this virus and it's and it's not quite like the flu you know or you have someone who dies um what does that how does that look and what are you willing to believe Right. And, you know, I think, that you know, to be honest with you, I think that there are some things that our party can do, the Democratic Party can do or haven't done. For example, you know, Democrats tried to put in a provision where uh, that the Congress or or to create an independent panel of oversight on the stimulus money that went out to businesses. Mm -hmm. Republicans stripped that. Uh, because they wanted to make sure that the Secretary of the Treasury had complete oversight and can basically be the one to approve and disapprove those uh, loans. What we ended up seeing was who ended up getting those loans. Right. And what Democrat and what Democrats haven't gone out there and said it, every day for the past few days is this is why we wanted to put that in there because now we're seeing that small businesses. Uh, are, are not getting the funds that they uh, have requested. We've seen a number of minority-owned businesses um, uh, in the 1% or 2% area which are not getting uh, any sort of uh, federal stimulus uh, loan money. Uh, and, and now we're having to pump in. Now, now, you, now you're forcing companies to give that money back when, uh, uh, when, there was, when, when there should have been a little bit more oversight to begin with. And and so you know I think that there that, that would have been a politically that would have been an opportunity for Democrats to say this is why Republicans can't govern this is why this White House can't govern uh, and this is why we need to win in November so um, there there are there are reasons um, and ways that we could be doing this a little bit better. Do you think that this pandemic <clears throat> as a whole is going to affect the Republican Party negatively? Like, do you do you think that we're going to see a change in even people maybe changing their party or not voting for Trump in November? Because I'm I am concerned that even throughout this, there are people that are blindly supporting him when it's clear he's not what's best for this country. In my opinion, um, I don't think that it will have an effect on. It goes back to what I said earlier about what's happening in Florida and Georgia. Mm-hmm. It depends on what depends on what happens, um, and. Either the governors, even the gov- either the governors are going to go after because they're going to try to spin it as fast as possible. If the numbers are low, and they if, if if there are if there's a slight increase in death, but not as much as they thought it was going to be, they're going to spin it in their favor. Mm-hmm. They're going to say we didn't we didn't you know the the, the 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 numbers weren't as bad as they were projected, but we were able to to open our economy back up, and other governors should follow suit. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what they're that's what they're going to say. Um, 
and and we we don't want California and 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 New York values telling telling the rest of the country how we should be protecting our citizens. That's what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. So the brand itself will be able to survive if it works out in their favor. Um, um, governing is a little bit di- governing from a, a nationally is a little bit different, and Trump himself might take the hit because he's incompetent. But I think that the I, I think that the party might not take um, a, a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 eventually Republicans are going to either coalesce around that message from Kemp and, and DeSantis and a couple other people, um, especially the Republicans, the vulnerable Republican senators, or they are going to get wiped out in November. So it's all 50-50. It's, it's not even like a who's going to take the hit, mm-hmm. you know. Democrats, we can go out there and say we did everything that we knew based on science. Uh, to make the most um, uh, accurate decision possible mm-hmm. about how we should move forward. Um, and some people are going to balk at science. And either science is going to take a hit or science is going to be used more often. So we'll see what happens. I've recently seen a lot of people kind of comment because at this point we kind of know that Biden is going to be mm-hmm. the, the nominee in, in, in November. Um, but they're kind of disappointed or looking for things, I feel, um, for his res- lack of response, rather, to this pandemic and not helping out and not really speaking up on that. And I'm curious your thoughts on commentary that you've seen that has kind of been leaning that way. Because I feel like well, people are trying to find stuff wrong with Biden no matter what. Sure, sure. And I think that there's two things that I always kind of tell people. One, there, and it's the same thing with the criticism with Barack Obama, right? Like everybody out there was like, the president should be saying this and that and the third. There is a level of, and Joe Biden falls into that because he's a statesman and he's been around for a long time. There is a level of what they call the presidents and vice presidents club, Mm -hmm. where they don't really go out there and talk about a response um, in real time as much. Mm -hmm. Now, um, and, and I think that um, the vice president's been trying to balance that out over the past few weeks uh, by letting Trump govern because that's what he needs to do, uh, and, and maybe even letting him hang himself on his own rope. Um, but at the same time, wanting to provide accurate information, and we've seen the vice president like there's first of all, you know, what can the vice president do right now? He can't go out and rally. He can't go out and rallies. He can't have these brown tape. He can't do anything like that. He can be online. And when the vice president is online, people are like, well, I haven't seen the vice president. And then you and then you send them a link, and you're like, oh, well, I didn't see that. Okay, well, whose fault is that? You right. know, like he's out there saying that kind of stuff. This weekend, you know, on Monday or tomorrow, I'm sorry, um, you know, Senator Harris uh, and is doing a, a roundtable with black leaders to talk about the effects of the coronavirus on the black community, black community for yeah. the Bi- for the Biden campaign. Mm-hmm. So you know it's under the Biden uh, brand right now, and so I, I so th- they've been doing small things like that. I think that people who wouldn't have necessarily paid, who would not and are not necessarily paying attention to the vice president, are not going to find those things out there. And the media is not, and the media is not in a position right now nor were they in 2016, to give anybody else but Donald Trump the oxygen in the room um, as it pertains to the news cycle. So, you know, if you're not out there seeing Joe Biden, it's either A, because you're not looking hard enough, or you're not following the vice president, 
or B, is because the media um, is not giving the vice president an opportunity to, to do that. Um, you know, and so I think that you know, would I much rather see the vice president uh, on a prime time situation other than a Disney sing along? Sure. But that's not a feel-good moment for Americans <laughs> and the media. No, seriously, and the media is not going to give them that opportunity. Right, right. right. So, you know, I love that Disney scene along the other day. But if people are looking for Joe Biden, they're looking for leadership, which one do you want? You can't you, – do you want the feel-good or do you want the, the truth? Right. What and do you think – sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was, was going to say, you know, in the absence of – this, let's just assume that – there will be no large-scale gatherings, you know, from at least from now until the end of November. Yeah. Um, who does that benefit more, <laughs> Trump or or Biden? Um, I think it benefits. Well, depends on how you look at it, right? Yeah. I think it, it benefits uh, um, Joe Biden in a way that um, Trump, like Bernie Sanders, relied heavily on large-scale rallies right mm-hmm. um and, and rallies don't necessarily turn into votes right um and, and we saw that in 2016 donald trump lost to hillary clinton by millions of votes yeah and we saw so that while, honestly with bernie and biden if we're going to be honest right and yeah. we saw that too right so bernie sanders might have been out there getting these ten thousand. like i still see it from these people and people are like you know people are like posting memes of like Biden or Bernie rallies being like the establishment Democrats, you know, didn't want this to happen or some shit like that. Yeah. And, and so, um, and so you're like, no, that's not how that works. Like the, the, the establishment Democrats aren't ballot heart. We're not going out there and being like, you know, telling people like, like, like we're not, we're not orchestrating the vote. Right, everybody can vote in their right, own way. Right, you have way. to show up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Bernie was never good about. He was good about getting people to show up, and I think a lot of people who were who were at those rallies just liked the idea of saying, "I went to a Bernie Sanders rally." Right, I see that. For you sure. know, yeah. and, and and sure, I listen. If I didn't dislike Bernie Sanders so much, I probably would have gone to a rally. <laughs> you know, just to, just to say I went to a rally. Right, have um, some kombucha. But and chant along? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right, no, no, but like, look, you know, if Bernie was the nominee, I would have gone out there, campaigned yeah. for him, you know, done everything that I need to do. But at the end of the day, those votes did not translate to, um, I mean, those those numbers didn't translate to voters. Votes, yeah. uh, and, they, and you've got those people out there that are being like, well, Bernie should have been out there talking, you know, particularly in places like South Carolina. Now they're going back and being like, "Well, Bernie tried. This. Bernie did. Bernie didn't do this. Well, Bernie had a cadre of black advisors around him, from Brianna Joy, who's running her mouth now, you know, <laughs> right. to to uh, who's that other guy? Who's that little controversial guy? I don't even remember his name. Um, to funny. Sean King, and you know how I feel about Sean. Um, you know, out there running their mouths, and somehow the person that they were also enamored with." They're now saying, "Well, Bernie didn't really listen to us. So then, who? So, so not only are you out there trying to defend him, but he wasn't listening to you in the first place." Yeah, I mean, people change with like water, you know, like with the wind. <laughs> yeah, with the wind. And and you're like, okay, so that's why he lost South Carolina because he wasn't doing 
he was not listening to the black people on his campaign. Like Nina Turner, same thing. You know, but but then again, at the end of the day, black people aren't out there trusting Nina Turner. She hasn't proven herself enough to be trusted. Right. She hasn't won, she hasn't won anything, but a state, uh, but a statewide uh, um, um, election, and then she lost her reelect. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would I listen to you? <laughs> well, you know? well, before we we wrap it up, because you know we have a child and she's going to start crying in a minute. Um, yeah. What do you want to say to people in regards to, you know, voting and, you know, being prepared for this election coming up in November? Like, what do you want people to focus on and, and really look into in their doing their research? I mean, I know, I know you're part of, you know, the Biden camp and supporting, and supporting Biden because we just want to get Trump out. But what do you want people to really look at when they are making their decision, especially Bernie supporters? Sure, I think that there's. I'll give you an example of like what we're going to be focused on this election as the LA County Democratic Party. Uh, which are the issues? You know, mm-hmm. Biden is the brand. The issues are what we all kind of uh, the, the platform and issues are what we all kind of coalesce around at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you are interested in progress, um, then. Joe Biden is the is the guy. Okay. Um, and if 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 you're not if you were never if you were if you were pretend interested in progress and mad that it's not going as far as you want it to, then you were never interested in progress to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think it's just a matter of being smart about your vote and looking at issues. You know, Joe Biden. There are there are some analysts that say Joe Biden has some of the most progressive ideas than Hillary Clinton did. Mm. Um, there are areas in which the vice president is not. And, and that's the one glaring issue that everybody currently has. Not everybody, um, that, that I think a lot of Sanders supporters are most disappointed in and that's Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and, 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 but if you are hinging your vote on one issue, then you are never interested in progress. And um, because there are so many more things uh, that are equally as important um, that affect so many other people here in the country and around the world than just Medicare for all. Right. And uh, and we're seeing that daily in environmental issues. We're seeing that daily in criminal justice issues. We're seeing that daily, uh, you know, in education issues and in, 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 in decisions from the Supreme Court uh, and different things like that. So. You know, while Medicare for all might be a huge issue that we should be considering and talking about often, especially during this pandemic, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 not. You know, it's not. If if Medicare for all was really truly something that people wanted, we would have had it by now. Yeah, we'd have it. Yeah. You know, because people would have voted and in a way it. that made sense yeah. on both sides but nobody is interested and I tell you, you've heard me say this before mm-hmm. nobody, the, the moral aspect of helping other people is not something that a, hand, a majority of Americans are interested in <laughs> exactly. so until we get over that moral hump we're not getting it Medicare for all I mean we're even saying that with this pandemic you know, with people not staying at home because it doesn't affect them, even though it could right. affect another person. We we know right. Right. what kind of what the heart of, of people no, is here. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah that is the that is the the the, the staying going to the beaches and, and and not staying at home is uh is is like the the non-medicare for all mm-hmm. agreed you know either either you want to help people or you don't which yeah. one which side do you want to be on and there's uh, no and gray majority, area it's, and, it's one and, or the and, other and, and, and a majority even though 60 percent of of respondents have said that they uh are for medicare for all um you know, like the president goes out there and says that he has a 90% approval rating amongst Republicans. Well, that's 90% of a small fraction of the country. Mm-hmm. Democrats outpace, Democrats and independents outpace uh, uh, Republicans in voter registration across the country. Um, and, and even a small portion of that um, still don't like the, see a poor, small portion of the Republican Party doesn't like, don't like the president. So, um, you know, I, I think when we look at sixty percent of people out there saying they're for Medicare for all, it's sixty percent of what, and in, in what numbers? Mm-hmm. So, and obviously, if we've been talking about that for years and it hasn't changed people's minds, like Bernie Sanders, you've been talking about the same thing for forty years and you still haven't changed people's minds that much to, to vote for it, then it's just not going to happen. Then it's just not going to happen. Right. Then you might want to change tactics. And you might want to start talking about the morality of it instead of this is what we should be doing. Right. Well, it'll be interesting to see um, how this pandemic ends up ending, whenever it ends, and how it will affect the election in November. But Drexel, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Anytime. Keep my goddaughter safe and Yes. Please, we will, because we can't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye.